right, everybody, it is the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. We are back. We've returned. Was that is that a good pun? Go for returns. It is the Before Batman return. Returns episode of the Geek Out Freak Out podcast. Before we get into this week's movie, uh, I want to introduce, as always, Matt Salgado. How are you, sir? I'm doing just fine. That was a wonderful introduction from uh, Mr. Jeremy Holman. Oh, I know. I didn't say my <laughs> name, did I? We don't ever, we hardly ever say your name. So I do normally. I'm like, hey, this is Jeremy. And then I just fucking move on. Um, but hey, hey, hey. I'm having tech issues and it's pissing me off. So I'm throwing off my games. It's not like I know an IT tech or anybody that could help. Well, I mean, I don't know what's going on with your Elgato system. Fuck Elgato. It's really irritating your, me right now. In your in your clickety clacks that you, you can got hear all that, huh? Click clack 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 clack. That's yeah. me uh, researching Batman Returns this week's movie. I'm just pulling up information for it while we speak. Cool, cool. I need a uh, a better was keyboard. It, was <laughs> One it that's everything? Not so mechanical. Was it everything you uh, remembered? Uh, yeah, a marketing <laughs> tool to sell a bunch of toys and shit. That's what I remember. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, definitely yeah it for always, sure was that i always remember being a little upset that the penguin toy never looked like the penguin from the movie uh it did, you mean it didn't have black shit dripping from his mouth yeah it didn't like danny devito at all <laughs> that's probably better but, off but catwoman looked like catwoman right right yeah so i guess he maybe danny devito didn't license his image for the toys probably not yeah yeah, yeah. and it was like classic Classic, but he did for the uh, twins penguin. action figures. <laughs> for the Funko Pops? Yeah. Is there twins Funko Pops? I bet there is. I, I don't know. He already looks like a fucking Funko Pop. He was the inspiration. Danny DeVito's inspiration for Funko Pops. It was just gross in this movie. <laughs> Before we get into the movie, though, how was your week, sir? How have you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been doing all right. Um... Staying busy with work, a little gaming here and there, and um, watching some Batman. It was pretty fun. Pretty good week, yeah. (laughs) What was your gaming here and there, sir? Um, Got to play some NBA 2K20, trying to round out my season still. Like, I get a game in, like, at least two games in a week. Um, My son rediscovered, or he discovered Guacamelee on my game drive by accident, and... um, uh, I didn't even know it was still installed, but um, had all my my save info on there, so that was good. Um, so he's been playing that. He's actually having pretty fun playing that. We were playing it up until about uh, twenty minutes ago. Um, I got. I'm still like I never finished the game, so I'm still hitting parts of the game that. I mean, the cool thing is like it's co-op, so you're able nice. to like play two players at once. So it's pretty fun that we can both sit there and play it, and you know attempt to do these challenges. So if he's having a hard time trying to get through part of a map or part of the stage, I can like hit X and jump in right away and then, you know, play for a little bit and then bow out and, you know, let him do his thing. But yeah, we're doing that. Um, some of the boss fights I still like have trouble with. So I have to like go online and like look them up like, okay, how do I, how do I beat this person? <laughs> so it's a lot of, a lot of me Googling stuff while he plays a little bit here and there. So it's been pretty fun. Um, he's been playing, we, we started making new parks on Jurassic world evolution. That's been pretty fun. And um, I kind of let him dictate what I'm going to build and where. So it's like more or less his park than anything. So he has oh, fun doing cool. that. Yeah. So, and then I let him drive the Jeeps and fly the helicopter around. He can 
you can check out his park and scope it out and let him decide which dinosaurs he wants to put where. I try to make them. I try to. I try to keep them like in line. I try to like keep them. Keep the herbivores with the herbivores, and you know carnivores separate. But every now and then he'll let one slip and like throw a throw a T Rex into like the sanctuary for <laughs> all the brachiosaurs and, and just watch, watch it the, get mauled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He let a he let a T Rex loose on the park yesterday, and he got a good kick out of that. So it's been pretty fun. That's funny. Yeah, I, I laugh when I watch him do stuff like that. So it's pretty funny. I know you shared a video of him uh, just driving around tranking dinosaurs over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was putting them all to sleep. He was uh, <laughs> euthanizing them or euthanizing them. That's so, funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now that you, uh, well, you've been you've been gaming. You've been doing any uh, anything fun? Goddamn Animal Crossing nonstop. That's about Still? it. Still, yeah. Now that my Still. wife's into it, I haven't gotten the the five star island. Like, and there's a lot of areas around my island that are sparse. Um, I think my next stream is going to be Animal Crossing. I'm just going to stream, just doing my random bullshit throughout the game and doing my work to uh, get that up to five star. Because um, it has consumed me at this point. <laughs> Now that she's playing, she's got a friend that rushed to Three Star Island, and she hasn't hit a Three Star Island yet. So now she's working on hers, trying to catch up, and I'm trying to stay ahead. I don't want these two newbies to catch up to me, so I want to make sure I hit a Five Star Island before they do. And I've I have just been putting like it's just crazy the amount of work you can find yourself doing, like chopping down trees and terraforming and uh. Like, I've been carving out new new um, waterfalls and stuff just to change the aesthetic of the island. And then like, I spent an hour earlier just chopping down trees, digging up stumps, and collecting all the wood from what I chopped down. Just preparing an area to be terraformed. That's it. <laughs> and I'm like, and this is fun. Like, that's the shitty thing. It's like, I feel like I'm just, it's a yard work simulator. <laughs> just doing all the shit in this game that I should probably really be doing around my house. <laughs> it's just been like I caught myself earlier I was like you spent an hour doing this and you've accomplished nothing like all I've done is prep an area to do something else um, but I had a blast doing it hey I, I did that I did that in real life I prepped an area in my backyard like for See? an hour and a half and I haven't gone back because it's been too hot so. I, what did I tell you it's yard work simulator because it's so hot yeah. outside I can just do the work on this game yeah yeah but they it's did add the in Simpsons there was an update this week where you could get uh, go swimming and go swimming out in the ocean and find um, like pearls and stuff like that stuff on the ocean floor. So I've been doing a lot of that um, and playing Call of Duty still. Like I just this is the longest I've stuck with the Call of Duty game, so I'm still grinding away at that. I watched this week's episode or this week's episode. I watched our movie for this week in preparation for this episode, and it really gave me the itch to play some Batman. So I went and re-downloaded Arkham Knight. And there's a Batman 89 skin for Batman and the Batmobile. So I yeah. installed those. I played for about 10 minutes. And that game looks like shit. It does not hold up on HDTVs. Like, the edges are real rough. <laughs> I mean, it's a five-year-old game. And I expected it to look better. And I don't know if maybe my settings are off or something. But it just did not look good. And I could not remember any of the controls. So I just drove around in the Batmobile for a minute fought two groups of guys and said okay i've had enough and i really wasn't look forward a, to a new batman game but i'm done wasn't that a current gen game it is a current gen game 
And it just but does not look good. They just the thing is is I don't think they've put out an update like in like a lot of these games came out and then they said, "Hey, we're going to put out a patch for the Xbox One X." So that way you can get 4K and smoothed edges and stuff like that. And okay. this one, I don't think ever received that. So I mean, it's still HD. It still looks good, but in comparison to some of the other newer games that are out and stuff, you look at it, you're like, man, this just this could look a lot better. So I think if Rocksteady would have done the work to do that, you know, it would have it would have looked it looked a lot better. Um, I don't yeah. know if this news was from last week before we we recorded or not. But speaking of Rocksteady, I guess. Uh, Microsoft is has expressed interest in purchasing WB Games, and yep. in doing so, that would give them Rocksteady, NetherRealm, Monolith, and a couple other games. But that would mean that they would be in control of the new Batman games coming up. Or I don't know, I don't know how that would work if they would get the properties along with it or not. But they would have the team that's working on the new Batman, and then they would have the team working on the next Mortal Kombat games. So, so they would have, yeah. They would probably get, like, first dibs on those games, if anything. Right. I mean, I can't see that they would completely... They're a business, you know? I can't... I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to... I wouldn't think that they would want to be straight-up rivalry with Sony and be like, hey, we're not going to put these games out on Sony because we own them now, if that's that's where it went. Um, I guess the reason being is Warner Games is owned by AT&T as part of that Time Warner merger. And they are needing to make some money somewhere because they're hemorrhaging yeah. a bit of money. So they're looking at getting rid of Warner Games as a shot in the arm to get some money back into the company. Um, and there's a couple other companies I've heard, like EA, that have pers- or that have expressed interest. Uh, Microsoft is probably the most viable, but like, like you said, it might they might put it out where hey, it's a two months exclusive or something like that, or they may not. They who knows. They may. I mean, look at look at Minecraft. Minecraft is available on fucking everything, <laughs> so, yeah. and that's a that's a Microsoft company. So they understand the value of of having their product out there. So I don't know a hundred percent. They may have some exclusives to the game or something. I would assume, but I don't yeah, think they maybe would 100%. some like Xbox exclusive DLC. Right. I don't think they would one hundred percent make the game itself exclusive or even a timed exclusive. But who knows? Um. Was Spider-Man and on the PS4 not an exclusive? It was 100% exclusive, but that's because yeah. the rights are the, the Spider-Man rights are completely owned by Sony. Sony but I don't so think Sony, you could go yeah. I don't think you could go from a game like Spider-Man was a property that has always exclusively well, not always because there was there was some Spider-Man games on Xbox, but it's I mean, that game was a, a new a new game made specifically for the PlayStation. I don't think you could go and take something like Mortal Kombat or these Batman games and make them exclusive after they've already been out on other consoles. Yeah. I think that's especially if it's backwards. in the same studio, yeah. So, I don't I don't know exactly how that would work if they did purchase it. Um, but it is I guess Ed Boon had tweeted some some stuff. He was quoting Thor from the comics. And it's already been rumored that NetherRealm is working on a Injustice-style game, Mortal Kombat-style game, but with Marvel properties. So if if his tweet... And he's been known to tweet shit like that to, to stoke the fire and tease things in the past. So hopefully that tweet is accurate and they are working on it because I would love, absolutely love, a Mortal Kombat-style fighting game, but with Marvel characters. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah, it would be a lot of fun. Because the Injustice games are really fun to play. I mean, they, oh, for know, sure. 
Like, there's some cool aspects to that game, you know, like, you know, your one-on-one fighters that we don't, I mean, I don't remember the last time we got, I don't think we've ever gotten a game like that with any of the Marvel characters except for Marvel Capcom, but There was one, um, I'm going to look it up while you're talking, but there was one on, like, the PlayStation 3 and 360 that was a fighting game, but I can't, for the life of me, I cannot remember the name of it. The only one I remember playing is, um, uh, what was it called? The Clash? No, what was it called? Uh, something, the one that was on iOS, or, uh, on mobile, but uh, you're, it's, it's, it's essentially, it's a Marvel one versus one, but, uh, great, I can't even remember, it's Contest of Champions, I think that's what it's called. Yep. And, um, I mean, that's, like, the closest I think I remember seeing a, you know, a one-on-one fight and beat em up game in the style in, in that vein you know of a of a of a button masher fighter fighting oh, game man. that'd this be is fun old. to play so and maybe this isn't I, I could have sworn this was a fighting game marvel nemesis rise of the imperfects i thought that was a fighting game and it looks like it never might heard be. of it it's a 3d arena kind of fighting game but it was on playstation 2 xbox and uh gamecube Nah. No, I don't even remember hearing of that game. Yep, that game came out when I was still working for GameStop. And I remember playing it, and it wasn't that good. I played through all of it because I will play through all of every fucking Marvel game. I give terrible Marvel games a pass, and this one was a terrible Marvel game. It does not get the pass. No, it was. I played through all of it. Again, I, I was that stupid. I played through all of it, but <laughs> it was not that good. Um, we all make mistakes. It's okay. We do. Speaking of terrible Marvel games, there was new trailers and stuff out for the next Avengers game. Did you see all that? Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I, I'm still skeptical about this game, yeah. but it looks promising. I'm still off on the designs. Like the designs are like still really weird to me, but I think it's just because we've been so accustomed to like Marvel MCU. Marvel. I mean, so much so, so like, that the comics started changing their characters to look like. The well, MCU yeah, Marvel. and. It, yeah, I just yeah, we'll see how it goes. I bet it, I'm sure it's gonna be a fun game. I think I just, but it just like to me like I'm like, Thor looks fat. Like <laughs> yeah, he just does not look like he's hey, Thor. Thor was fat yeah. in the MCU. He was yeah. The majority of Thor was not. You know, like right. you respect to like this ripped dude, and even like he he was you know he was overweight in in uh, in Endgame and in, even in some of the comics. You know, he took on that image. But uh, you know, like the image of Thor there, like I'm not. He's a little puffy. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, he looks a little puffy to me. And the same with Captain America. Like I don't know. Like everybody looks a little too too much armory, too much padding on the on the suits. So um, uh, Hulk has an interesting design, which I'm hoping they fix. Hopefully, they. I mean, he looks kind of funny in some some cut some cutscenes. Yeah, we're still seeing some early stuff, and there's a lot yeah. of. There's a lot of costumes for the, for the characters, which I'm always yeah. okay with. Um, this is a, it's kind of like a loot-based game, like Destiny, um, where you can play through and pick up new items for your characters, which I'm 100% behind. I'm, I'm a sucker. I am a loot whore. Um, there's some side-by-side images of the char- original character models, and then their updated ones, and they are a little bit better, but they're still not 100% in that realm. Like, Black Widow just looks weird to me. Yeah, she, her character like I don't I don't know. I, I, it, I feel like they tried to not they tried to stay away from 
keeping it from making it look sort of like, you know, Scarlett Johansson or, or right. Robert Downey Jr. But they went in like, I don't know, they they made them look like just... She looks like someone's like mom. Faces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she just looks like a mom character. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, Tony Stark doesn't look like to me. I feel like that's not Tony Stark. It looks like know? a burnout hippie, which I'm fine with. Yeah. I guess. I mean, the biggest thing for me is the Iron Man mask looks a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. the design is kind of like like an old classic comic design. But again, I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to play the hell yeah. out of it, and I do like the it fact that um, it has some co-op aspects to it. Yeah. Which I think is going to be really cool. Um, like you can play together with other people and do these certain missions are co-op based. I think that's going to be really cool. I'm going to enjoy grinding to get new uh, costumes because they've got classic comic costumes. At one point, like in the new trailer that they showed, uh, they show a lot of costumes and different skins that you can get. And they've got a World War Hulk costume. So you that's can play awesome. with the full armor and everything like that. So... Um, I was a sucker for all the Avengers games, all the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games and stuff like that. And again, like just given that it's a Marvel uh, property, I'm going to probably give it more of a pass than it needs. But I am actually kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. When does that come out again? Uh, September. So about a month and a half. Right around the corner, man. Yeah. Right around the corner. Um, Today there was... Oh, for sure. Today was actually the Ubisoft event, and they showed some new gameplay for Assassin's Creed Valhalla, for the new Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, they showed the premiere trailer for Far Cry 6, which, all right, I guess. Um, Another Far Cry. <laughs> did you play any of the Far Cry games? No, I don't. I played 3. 3 was really good. I, try, I started 4 and couldn't get into it. I started 5 and hated it. Um... And this one looks really good. It's got Giancarlo Esposito as the main protagonist or antagonist, excuse me, um, which is cool. I'm, I the cast looks really good. The trailer looks amazing, but I I won't. I can't. I I can't try to spend money and get into a game <laughs> if it goes free to play or free on like Game Pass or something in the future. I'll check it out. But for right now, I just. It's a pass. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, I've never once in my life been excited for an Assassin's Creed game. I've always played them. Um, I've finished a couple. Uh, but this one looks really good. It they, they showed off a lot of gameplay today. Uh, the gameplay on for like it shows raiding. Like you can get groups and raid as Vikings. Uh, you get to create a female or a male character. One of the really cool things is it showed you could use dual weapon combat. And it's up to you as the combination of the two weapons you want to use. So they showed someone using a hammer and a sword, a hammer and a mace. And they even pointed out that you could use dual shields. So they showed the person running in with a shield on each arm and just bashing people to death with the shield. And then you could pull both shields up in front of you and run full speed and knock people down. So your combat and playstyle changes based on the two dual weapons that you pick, which seemed really, really cool. Uh, there was just a lot to it. There was a lot of like creating your community, your Viking community and stuff like that. And it's, it seemed really interesting. I encourage if, if you haven't watched the gameplay trailer that, that launched today, uh, go take a look at it if you're interested in it at all. If you play video games at all, if you're interested in Vikings at all, it looks really good, especially for um, an Assassin's Creed game. Like it just it looks way different to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm so used to the... I don't know. I, I, I'll i have to check it out. I'm not like... I think I played Assassin's Creed 3. 
and I just could not get into it. Was that the one in America? <laughs> yeah, I you think played one was. of the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played, yeah, I played the America one, and I wanted to play the Pirates one because it was like notoriously bad, that one like would... being incomplete. I never got around to it. I liked Black Flag a lot. Black Flag was yeah. probably one of my favorites. I, it was the one that introduced ship combat. The ship combat was a lot of fun. Um, I played it. I played through Origins, which is the one where it went to Egypt. I, I didn't play through all of it. I got kind of burnt out. And it was a good departure. It, they get away from a lot of the Animus stuff and playing in the real world. And they get you just into the historical element that you're in. And they did the same thing with Odyssey which was set in Roman, but I just... Odyssey gave you too much a game. Like, it was like a 150-hour game. And Good I just... Lord. I, yeah, I couldn't go through it. I appreciate, you know, you're giving me a lot for $60, but I, I could not dedicate enough time to finish that game. <laughs> so I played through. I got to a spot where I felt comfortable and was like, I, I'm probably not going back to this. It was really good. It was a lot of fun. But this one just looks like it's... It's got so much added onto it, and they've added like new aspects and new things to manage, new gameplay options. Like it, there's so much added to it that it doesn't even seem like as it's as much as a Assassin's Creed game as it is just a straight up Viking game. And yeah. I mean, it's got the stealth stuff. It's got really cool combat. It's got some like unit management. Uh, then it gets into some of the like it gets into some of the Viking war, so you fight some mythical creatures and stuff. So it looks really cool. Uh, they also showed a trailer, and this one I'm kind of jazzed for, for Watch Dogs Legion. Did you play any of the Watch Dogs games? No, I didn't. Watch Dogs 2 was really good. For, one was really bland. Two I liked a lot. This one is set in London. Uh, there's a, a terrorist attack in London, and you play as DeadSec, the same, the same hacker groups in the last two games. Uh, but this one, you can recruit any of the characters walking around. So it's got like a permadeath. Like you can recruit, uh, recruit a character, build them up. If they die, they're gone. Then you can recruit someone else to replace them. But it showed everybody playing different. Like they showed gameplay of... Like they recruited a construction worker. So he fought with like wrenches and hammers and stuff when he was fighting people <laughs> hand to hand. And then when it came for guns, he pulled out a nail gun and was using a nail gun to shoot everybody with. Nice. And then they showed, like, there's a trained assassin. There was a bar. There was a guy that they called him up to do a mission while he's getting drunk at the bar. So your character was drunk the whole time you were playing. And <laughs> he was like a soccer brawler just going through London beating up people. So it's got a really interesting take to it. I think it's going to be a fun game, too. That's cool. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. I've been. I've also been championing, or championing everybody I speak to to watch... Uh, what we do in the shadows, thanks to you. <laughs> good, I'm glad. God, that's such a good show. I'm gonna rewatch back through it. I think this week I'm gonna start did, watching the season. Did you end up finishing the season? Or oh the yeah, season? I finished season yeah. two, and I think I've I've got that itch. I want to watch more. Uh, so I'm gonna start season one all over again. Watch back through both seasons again. I know, like it's that's the bad thing that they did is like each season's only ten episodes long, and you know. And especially if you like, kind of like, if you're going to like, and you're binging them, like, it's so it's so easy just to like burn through those seasons. You can do them easily in a day, if not two days. And um, yeah, once you finish, you're just kind of like, come on, I need more. I need I need more uh, more wacky vampires. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. It's it's a, it's a good take. It's a good take on the genre, and uh, it's a really fun show to to watch. So I'm glad I'm glad that you're telling more people to watch it. But yeah, um, it's, it's it's a great show. I've showed the trailer to at least four people this week. Yeah, it's easily like my favorite show, like currently on TV. So we, we tried talking your brother into it last time he was on with us. Yeah, so. that's true. I, yeah, 
That's true. And even our good pal Joe, I think he finished watching the first two seasons. So. Oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, the more people that start to watch it, I mean, the more people that like it. You know, my wife likes it. She thinks it's funny for as vulgar as it is, but um, she she digs the show. She likes it quite a bit. So I, I think when we're done with Batman, we should do the movie, What We Do in the Shadows, the technical oh, I, I, movie. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I'm down with that. If we're watching, if we're watching fun stuff, then that's a good one to watch. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet, so I think it would be a good one to do. Uh, yes, anything else going on? Any new news or anything like that? I don't know. Um, I don't even know if any trailers launched or anything this week. I I don't think so. I don't think we had any new movie trailers or uh, new game trailers. I mean, if anything, we got a couple, just like a, a few rumors here and there. Um, oh, before we get kicked off into uh, Batman Returns. What is your official statement on the rumors that um, the iPhone 12 will not feature a charger or headphones in uh, in um, the upcoming release? God, I hope to, I hope that's just rumors. I, I I've seen that floating around and I've heard you talk about it. I just that's going to be ridiculous, right? They're just are they just assuming that everybody will have had a charger and headphones to go with? Well, I think they're assuming that everybody doesn't use the little five watt charger. Like that five watt charger, I can't. I, I don't think I've used mine since I didn't use the one that came up with my last phone, which was the XS, which is a two year old phone. Um, I I think it's still in the box. Um, the headphones, I do like the headphones, the ear the earbuds or what the ear pods or whatever they call yeah. them, um, but. I do see where there is a um, not so much a a demand for them because so many people already have like a set of Bluetooth headphones that they use, right. whether they're already existing AirPods, AirPods Pro, or even Beats, you know, or even like me, like I use a pair of Inker Soundcore Bluetooth headphones that I love um, and that I'll probably keep using until they die or until I lose them. Um, so I guess they're banking off of that because I think the idea is to eventually one day the phone will be completely wireless, like no ports or anything, because it's like, who, who, you know, with the exception of me, I don't know anybody who backs up their phone um, to a computer. I do. You know? So yeah, there you go. So you use the <laughs> USB, the lightning uh, charger cable. Not fully, you know? but there's there's reasons why I do. I mean, with my job and stuff like that, there's a lot of times that I have to link it to a computer and pull photos off of an app mm-hmm. to do work online. So yeah, I still use that a lot. Um, but even on the last phone, they didn't use the little five watt charger. They used the lightning ch- or the uh, rapid charger. No, that's because you got a, that's because you got the yeah, pro. That's you right. got a pro phone. That's yeah. the only reason why. So, so is that what will probably happen? Is that they may just I, do, I, if you do an upgraded, you get a charger? No, I don't, I don't. I think you're gonna have to pay extra for a charger, especially if it's a rapid charger. Yeah, and the rapid charger is not cheap, so I'll continue <laughs> using the one I own. I mean, it, it, everybody could just eliminate it by going by like a third party charger, you know, for like yeah. thirty bucks. That's a rapid charger that works fast. I mean, even wireless charging isn't as fast as it could be. Um, personally, I think it's kind of like I was kind of like annoyed at first, you know. Because I just say, how could you not give people, if you're at least giving them a cable, you're giving them a cable. Um, you know, they've quickly, Apple's done this thing where before, um, I remember when I bought my first MacBook Pro, 
um, it came with like two different audio or video out accessories, you know, uh, a charger with multiple in pieces on it so that it's a world charger so you can take it wherever you needed to take it. Right. And as time has gone on, they've eliminated ports, um, accessories, and I think all you get now that when you buy a new laptop is you get the laptop and the charger and that's it. Um, it's just something that Apple has done over time to kind of like, and they're this big company that that's always talking about how great their recycling program is and how green they are for the earth. And a lot of time, these chargers just end up in landfills. Right. So it's just like, you know what? We're just not going to make them anymore because they just end up in the trash. People just go and buy or whatever. Or they buy the iPad charger, which is a rapid charger or a more powerful charger. And that's what they're going to use instead. But it doesn't make sense to them financially to include that into their boxing. So I think that you're going to see like a slimmed down version. You may get it like on the checkout. Like, hey, do you want to buy a charger do you want to buy headphones and as silly as that sounds i'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going to happen because now there's even rumors with even the galaxy is going to do that the samsung galaxy is going to move away from including chargers in the box because everybody probably already has a power brick like plenty of power bricks how many power bricks do you have in your house right now oh a ton i'm sure mm-hmm. and apple notoriously has some of the worst cables on earth the lightning cables just break every yep. lightning cable i've ever owned from apple has broke and At i don't even end, think i right? put it yeah, I don't even think I put it through that much of a strenuous test. Like, exactly. I have one in, I have one in my car that's been in there. Like it's worn out. I've I've ready to tape it down. I don't even think it's been a year old in there. Um, what I go and I do is, you know, this isn't a plug for them, but I buy always buy Anchor power cables. Yep. Because they have those threaded cables, so like they don't. It's impossible for them to like unless you take like a pair of pliers to them. You know, with the wire cutters, like then you're gonna break it, but it's nearly impossible, and they cost, if they cost just as much, if not less, and you could always buy them like on Amazon for like you know twenty bucks whenever you need one. Um, the first thing I did when Priscilla got her iPad Pro, um, it came with the USB-C cable. I went in and bought an Anchor USB-C cable just to have like at all times because it was longer. And I know it was gonna be. I know it was gonna last. Uh, be more durable than what Apple gives us. So uh, I always make it a point to buy extra cables as it is. Um, and that may be even thing too. Like, hey, we're not even gonna give you a cable. The phone's gonna be charged when you get it out of the box. But you know, you probably you should have plenty of cables <laughs> as it is. I can see Apple totally doing that. Just getting out of the cable making game is for themselves because they make they make crappy cables. Yeah. That's one thing they've always gotten wrong is they make crappy cables. I don't know what what goes on even. Even the cables that they use on their on their laptops are, are garbage. Yep. So it's like they go to this whole process of making these super high end devices, and they like cheap out on the cables. It's like, come on, you're charging twelve hundred bucks for a phone, and this is the cable we get. It's, it's absurd. So yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, there, and then there the headphones. Any... Yeah. As far as the earpods like disappearing, and that's a bummer because I do like them. But I mean, I guess I see you, you get all the memes of like. All the earpod cables, like always, you know, crumbled up in a in a tangled mess. So I guess they want to get they don't want to be memed anymore. Yeah, I don't blame them. They are terrible. I've never, I've never had one not damage on me or not stop working or it's just they're always an issue with them and I hate them so much. So yeah, I guess there's a reason for it. Then uh, I do want to. I am interested to see the spin they put on it at their unveiling event in September and see how they 
how they approach. If if this is the truth and they aren't going forward with, or they are going forward with no charger, no headphones, I want to see how they address that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the most interesting part of this. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he's just gonna. You're gonna see all. The, I think people are gonna buy them. I don't think that's gonna. I don't think anybody like not not including a cable or not including a, a charging keyboard or AirPods is going to stop somebody from buying a new phone. I just think you're going to get... The people who buy iPhones are going to buy iPhones. The people who buy Galaxies are going to buy Galaxies. People who buy Pixels are going to buy Pixels. You know, you always have that uh, that portion of the market where there's people that are willing to balance back and forth in between devices just to see if they find one that they really like. Well, the problem right. is, is like, you know, you got a good two to three years lifespan on that device before there's an operating system update that just goes and makes your device ages completely worthless. Yep. Yeah, it just ages it out. So, I mean, my favorite phone up to this day was the iPhone success. Like, I love that phone. It was a great phone. It had the, it had the home button. Um, it was thin. It wasn't made of glass, you know, had that metal backing to it. Um, I still like holding that phone in my hand. What went wrong with it was when they did an iOS 12 update. When oh, that God. update came out, and it just destroyed my battery. It killed it. The phone, like, basically. It broke my phone. Yeah. I still have that phone. I still use it with the kids, but like I mean, the battery dies within two hours. If you know, if you know, if not an hour of heavy use. Um, I love that phone. I still do. I think that's the best phone that they've made. Um, other than, you know, like I do love my XS, but the only problem I have with that phone is like, it's completely glass. It's completely glass. I hate, I hate the whole idea of like having an all glass phone front and back. Like that's just asking for trouble. You know, it's like at least with the success, you can get away with having just a screen protector on. And if you wanted to not have a case, you can not have a case on it. But like all new iPhones, you absolutely have to use a case with it because the phone's so slippery. Like how, like why would you make a phone so slippery? Like it just, and the camera bumps, like the camera bumps drive me insane. Um, like <laughs> it just does not let your phone sit level. Like why do you make a phone where who's, the lenses protrude out, you know? And that's asking for trouble too because like you can smash that on the edge of a table and there goes your camera lens, you know? As good as you, as good as you think it is. It's just some really funky designs that go on with the phones, but yeah, I'm looking at my XS right now, and I'm just like, I would like to have a knot in the case, but man, it's just it's impossible not to. My lenses are compl- are constantly dirty. Like anytime I go to take a picture, they're constantly dirty because they protrude out. They they get yeah, they get dirty Look at so that. easily. I'm showing I'm showing on the camera if it stays in focus. You know, like, we're not a, on video. I'm on video. I it never gave me the option. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought you were but, just calling uh, audio only because you didn't no, want to I've see had, my pretty face. I've had video this entire time. Look oh, at that well, protrusion on that man. Look at that. Yeah. Well, I will oh, later yeah. as long as you take a shower. Even with but, mine um, with a case, it still stands out some. Yeah, it's absurd. Yeah, you have to have that case there so your phone sits level. You can't just put your like if you want your phone to sit flat, you have to put it down face first. Yep. Does that not does like defeat the purpose of having like an always on display or? You know, and that's just, dangerous to the screen. Even with a screen mm-hmm, protector, you'll scratch exactly. at that screen protector. Yeah. So, I don't know, there's some designs that they can work on. I hope that you know. I think with the newer phones that come out, they're probably still going to look pretty similar to what we already have, like what you have right now, um, just with less accessories, obviously. 
Yeah, I'm interested to see. Uh, there were some updates that they announced for iOS 14 that I thought were pretty cool. I think like the picture in picture with FaceTime is a really that's kind of a long time. Uh, that coming. is something that should have happened a long time ago. Like I, I hate the fact that like you know you get a phone call and your whole screen is just taken up by that notification. Oh, my you wife know, will just... will call me on FaceTime while I'm in the middle of work, and I ha- I have to work. My work is done on my phone for the most part. For at least one of my jobs, one of my three yeah. damn jobs, um, so she'll call me and want to Facetime, or she'll be Facetiming me to show me something, and I don't want to end the Facetime because I still want to talk because it's a pain in the ass to hang up and then call her right back. So I'll just I'll close the app and start working. But it would be cool yeah. to be able to go fit picture in picture and then continue to do what I'm doing and still have that conversation open and going. Um, I know there was a few others. I can't remember half of them, but I remember reading through it and going like, okay, this is going to be a pretty cool update. I, I'm going to be okay with iOS 14. I like the idea of like it organizing all your apps into an yes, app drawer. Yes, that was one. Yeah, I like Because I'm like, cool, that's going to do that. I'm going to just widgets. hide... I'm going to hide the rest of my screen so I don't see all these extra apps that like I hardly ever use. Exactly. And then um, just go off my app drawer screen. Like, I think that's going to be favorable for me like one i'm not going to be as tempted to like look on my phone as much you know like you pull up your screen and what you were going to do like i'm gonna go check my email oh but you know what i see twitter and snapchat and instagram notifications i'm gonna click on those while i'm here so (laughs) just so hopefully the shitty thing is is this just the shittiest part about this is it's just doing things that android phones have been doing for a while now yeah, that's the thing. I mean, people are always going to say, like, Android users are always going to say, like, hey, Android's had this forever. But at the same time, too, like, no knock on Android, but there's so many devices on Android that don't work as right. well as they should. I have a a Galaxy 7 for work. Um, I hardly ever install apps on there. And the other day, it ran a software update, and it installed four games on my phone. They installed Candy Crush... Candy Crush, Pop, or whatever, and then uh, Solitaire and a different game. I hate that. Which is like, how did... Like, I never authorized it to run, like, to install these games, and now it's taking up all my onboard memory space that, like, I have little of. Granted, it's my work phone, but, like, I don't want, you know, games I'm never going to play taking up space on my phone. Like, this is absurd. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, stupid stuff like that. And that's the only bad thing with Android is that, like, unless you're getting stock Android out of the box... Onto, onto a device, you're going to be stuck. That's like the one thing Apple was smart with with their operating systems, which is like saying, hey, you can, you know, we're running them on our phones, on your networks, but you're not putting any of your bloatware crap on our phones. Right. You know, just don't touch our All don't that touch extra software. Verizon crap. And yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah. Nobody needs Verizon messages. It doesn't make sense. It was, I hated that. When I worked for Verizon, I, I told people not to use that. It's like, this is a shitty app. Don't ever use it. Yeah, it's absurd. So, boom. Yeah, um, some Batman news before we get into Batman Returns. Um, looks like... Uh, oh, man. I had it. Oh, it's in my Google Doc. That's why. Um, oh, there's going to be a Batman uh, spinoff. Gotham Police show. On HBO Go. Yeah, on HBO, HBO Max, Max. Based off Matt Reeves' upcoming Batman movie to help that's get cool. create this you know sort of universe. That looks really cool. I'm really interested to see... Uh, a universe, a police 
precinct universe like that exists in the world of Batman. The crime world of Batman has always been really interesting. So having like a detective show or a cop show based around that, like even just a procedural cop show and knowing that like Riddler and and the Joker and stuff are in the background and they're referenced to once in a while. I think that's a really good idea. We got a replacement Batwoman cast, uh, Javisha Javisa. Uh, Leslie is CW's new Batwoman. She will be playing um, Ryan Wilder, who is an all-new character. Ryan Wilder doesn't exist in the comic universe, but um, so that she'll be replacing Ruby Rose uh, character altogether. Um, Cat Kane will be exiting the Gotham verse, I guess. You know they're not ruling her ever coming back, um, ruling out her ever coming back. But um, you know it is what it is. I think it's smart that they go with a whole new character instead of just recasting somebody to play cat Kane, kind of just be like even allude to the fact that like hey it's a lot harder being a vigilante than it you know and putting on a costume so um i'm interested to see her story and how she takes the mantle so i'm really i'm really uh, interested to see what goes on with the batwoman it might actually get me watching the show all over again because i stopped like nice. eight episodes in you know it just kind of was like okay this is kind of routine now and um not that i didn't like ruby rose it just um you know like she can only be protruding, or um, not protruding, but uh, like pouting, vigilante. Brooding. Yeah, brooding, brooding. There you go. Like, you know, the whole time it was just like about her and, you know, coming to terms with her sister being the villain that she is. So, but I'm excited to see where they go forward with the show. I'm Did you watch The Boys on Amazon Prime? I have not still. I still have not seen oh, The Boys. You're yeah. missing out. Season two trailer just launched, or just uh, came out this week. Uh, September 4th, Season 2 will be available on Amazon Prime. Uh, nice. That still maintains my, my favorite series of last year. It was so good. <laughs> the action is so good. It's real graphic. Um, it's a very, very adult superhero movie. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Nice. Um, and then there's a trailer for the Star Trek Lower Decks that you were talking about last week. There's a new oh, yeah, trailer yeah. available for it. Awesome. I have not watched it yet. Looks like uh, the article went up on it about four hours ago. So definitely, I want to check that out because that sounds hilarious, and it's supposed to be more adult too, like you said. So I think that'll be really cool. Yeah, more adult-based humor, so should be fun. Uh, I don't think there's much else to go over. I think that was about it. Those only things that I had wrote down. Oh, um, uh, there is a rumor circulating that, and this is probably this has been speculated on for a while. Ever since he decided to grab a female fan by the throat. But Ezra, Ezra, yeah, Ezra Miller <laughs> may be recast. There, or they, he may be removed, and Flash may be recast for the next. Yeah, movie. that production's still all up in. Um, who knows what's going to happen to it? But right. that's also the movie, the next Flash movie. That's supposed to be the movie where we get Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. I think COVID is kind of hurting Ezra Miller because if they were able to rush into production and get things started for this movie, I think it would have been no question. They would have just kept him on and kept rolling. But yeah. now that they've had to saddle things and sit to the side, I think that it's given them time to reflect on what he did and given more groundswell for people to be upset about seeing that video and what he did. Regardless of whatever she did, You know, we don't get to see if she had provoked anything before he, he choked her, but there are better ways to handle that situation, especially if you're a celebrity, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you know that there's cameras around. Come on, man. There's there's cameras everywhere these days. So obviously you were you were going to get caught doing. There's that. cameras on cameras. Come on, guys. Um, 
So it'll be interesting to see. Like I said, I think I think this has given them more time to reflect and say, hey, maybe we could find somebody better to play this character. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk Batman. Let's talk some Batman, man. We went We're four, 45, 45 minutes, minutes already. Um, just We've had geek stuff by. to talk about. Normally we don't. Yeah, we did. Usually it's a little slow. We watch Batman Returns. And uh, I'm not looking forward to out. talking about this movie. <laughs> oh, no. This movie came out uh, on June 16th, uh, 1990, or June 19th, 1992 for a wide United States release. Uh, the budget was 65 to $80 million. It's, I guess, not uh, concrete there. But I think a lot of it went to, like... Um, McDonald's or Burger King toys, because <laughs> um, I definitely remember those. It mm-hmm. pulled in two hundred eighty-two point two hundred eighty-two point eight million dollars, which I think is the last in the first Batman movie. Um, but um, originally, Tim Burton did not want to direct another Batman film, um, but they kind of this is kind of like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. They kind of used some of the ideas that we talked about in the on last week's show with. Um, it becoming a little bit more um, Tim Burton-esque, definitely, in this movie. Um, a little bit more dark, a little bit more of that Tim Burton feel in this movie, that Tim Burton humor. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer was not originally casted to be um, Catwoman in this movie. It was Annette Bening. <laughs> was originally, Jesus. could you imagine Annette Bening? That would have been terrible. Uh, she was replaced um, when she became pregnant. I guess Michelle Pfeiffer was um, second... Um, there was also a story of Sean Young, who was supposed to be Vicky Vale in the first Batman movie, um, trying to coerce the studio into casting her as Catwoman, that she showed up to the auditions in Catwoman gear. Jesus. Yeah. She was a little crazy. Um, this movie opens up with Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> uh, in the role of Gotham City, shows lights Tucker and Esther Cobblepot become the parents of a deformed baby boy, Oswald. Right you know, away, we're already getting... going to be someone else. In, had, besides Pee Wee Herman? Yeah, they had originally cast Burgess Meredith, who played Penguin in the Batman 66 TV show. Oh, wow, that would have been father, cool. But he became ill and could not shoot, so they recast him with Pee Wee Oh, Herman. man. That would have been really interesting to see. Yeah, uh, it would have been a really cool throwback. To see kind of like a, like a cool, yeah, a cool uh, I always throwback the to them. Yeah. Um, oh, that? man. Let's see... Uh, so we get a we get a sort of a different. Well, this is a whole new take on take on the penguin. This penguin is grotesque. Yeah, this penguin like is this gross. Penguin. This penguin is they disgusting. Made him a monster. He's he's more of a monster. He and then on the comics, and then he's a crime in the, lord. In the cartoons, he's a crime lord. He's a gangster. Yeah. You know, which has been really even in the cool Gotham the television penguin. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that penguin. So do and I. that's the penguin that we got in the action figures and the toys was crime lord penguin. You know, high-end penguin, not yep. the penguin we got. So my the... wife and I talked about this, and both of us agreed. I don't know how you feel. You may feel the same way. I don't like this penguin. I don't like this take on this penguin. I don't like the way it was written, but Danny DeVito played the character that was written for him very well. 100% agree. I completely agree. This is not the penguin we're accustomed to, especially as And it's not Danny fans. DeVito's fault. Danny DeVito knocked it out of the park with what they probably asked him to do like he did right. such a good job playing this character he had some great jokes um i he like was perverted the, as hell i i like the joke when um the guy goes there's not a lot of there's not a lot of reflective services down in the sewer is there oh god it is like it could be worse my nose could my nose could be my gushing could blood be gushing blood <laughs> and then they all start laughing what was what, what does that mean and he bites the dude's nose off 
um definitely like like i said right away you get that darker feel you know even like with michelle pfeiffer's character like before she even turns into catwoman and this catwoman is also a whole different origin she has a supernatural origin in this um she's not a cat burglar she's not this great thief she's not this great like even um foil to batman she's more just you know did she have a supernatural origin like she got knocked off a building she dies and the cats bring her back to life. I don't ever, I never actually, <laughs> I don't think she ever died the way I took it. Because they show her falling through all those those umbrella tents. So I, I felt like she survived, but she was a psychopath. And she leaned into the cat thing and said that she died and they killed me and they mm-hmm. killed me. And just leaned into it because she lost her mind. But how many My times biggest you get thing, shot? <laughs> Again, I guess. Uh, my biggest thing with it was where the hell did she learn martial arts and acrobatics that quick? And how I'm did she naturally know how to do this? It's supernatural. She became the cat's gave her life again, and she took on those cat characteristics. I guess. You know what would have been great, though, and what would have made a lot of that make more sense is we had those two scenes with her and her, her answering machine. Why couldn't you have just had one message on that answering machine saying they were rescheduling her self-defense classes or something? Something <laughs> just kinda, that yeah, small yeah. would have made a world of difference with that character, I think. I um, and again, same thing with Michelle Pfeiffer. I don't necessarily like the Catwoman they gave her. The, the look and that stitched together costume is iconic. That black pleather or leather shiny costume mm-hmm. and all the stitched together pieces. That's an iconic look for Catwoman at that point. Yeah. After that movie, that kind of became like a standard. Uh, but yeah, she took on she took on the black, um, not stitched together, but like kind of like the black black cat suit, like that later inspired yeah. the comic book counterpart, and even the but she the Gotham, uh, even the Batman '90s cartoon that kind of like copy that look, right. She played the character well. She played what was written for her very well. Yeah. She played I thought she was kind great. of crazy psychopath really well. Yeah. I just don't like what... I don't know. Like, this went very Tim Burton. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I'm saying. Like, this is a Tim Burton movie. You know, like, I'm going it to look. So I'm curious to see what movies he did in between these two. Well, there's a three-year gap, and I don't even think he did too many. Maybe Edward Scissorhands. I think it was the only movie he might have did in between. Um... <laughs> how'd you feel about uh, all, uh how, how'd you feel about penguin's parents pushing him over <laughs> over that bridge throwing him to the sewer Jesus. just hoping was... i guess he'd die oh yeah i guess yeah just trying to get rid of him because he was i want to know how did he survive life. i got a good kick out of him being locked in the cage as a baby and eating that cat um and they're just kind of like oh but another dead cat um christopher walken's in this movie he oh, plays max shrek we want to get the Batman. The Batman uh, spent two years with the watch up his ass in a prison. <laughs> Max Shrek being a character that was completely fabricated for the movie, who later went on to become a character in the comics. So, um, good times there with the. Uh, it's good to see there's some like some characters that the movies introduced that like they're like, you know what we got to put these in. We got to put these into the into the comics. We got to introduce them here because it's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. So he did Edward Scissorhands and Beetlejuice in between these two movies. So Beetlejuice wasn't made yet? Beetlejuice was 1991. Oh, no, that's a TV series, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's kind of... 
So this time Beetlejuice was animated, so I think it was just um, Edward Scissorhands was the only movie that he did. Maybe it was before Batman '89, and it's a good director. um, Oops, sorry, not my phone. Jesus, he's listed as the director for Beetlejuice too. Well, Beetlejuice was before Batman. Beetlejuice was '88, so he did Batman. Edward Scissorhands, and then Batman Returns. So you can kind of see in this, like, he kind of went for that darker kind of macabre look with a lot of the characters and stuff. Uh, he leaned into the Edward Scissorhands stuff with this really, really well. And mm-hmm. it just, you, it, it had, like, the first one was a dark Batman movie. It wasn't too wild. It didn't go too much into the Tim Burton universe, I guess, or, like, into his mind. But this one really took on a, a life of its own. Yeah. How'd you think of um, Max Shrek's power plant? <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a kid's science project so bad. <laughs> I sent Jeremy, uh, I sent, I sent Jeremy uh, a, an image of my favorite part of the movie where uh, Max Shrek is talking about the power plant and it's literally just like... Uh, like pieces of cardboard put together like with uh, rolls of paper towels as of the exhaust vents. Um, Did you? Uh, I proposed. I proposed that we both do our own versions <laughs> and, make our and own put them on plan. Instagram. Yeah, Did we. You, I'll uh, post. I'll post the original image and then I'll post our. I'll post our the ones that we do. Jesus, this is gonna be terrible. Paint, paint, and all. Did you recognize <laughs> Max Shrek's son, Chip? Okay, who was that? He is a GoFo alum. He's been on a GoFo movie before. Well, who is that guy? He played Zangief in Street Fighter. Okay, all right. I see also, the yeah. I see the resemblance now. He also but played wonder, Butterfinger in Hudson Hawk. But I wonder why he was cast as the son. Oh, he's doing a terrible Christopher Walken accent through the whole movie. Because was he cast because he sort of looks like Christopher Walken? I guess. I guess. Because I man, know. like, I don't ever remember him being in anything, and right, you would I. think. You would cast somebody sort of similar, you know, not like famous wise, but just like a small named actor. But that was the thing too back then in these movies is like, you know, you had your A list stars, you know, who rounded out the majority of the cast, and then you just had complete nobodies in the rest of the movie. You know, yeah. like um, I loved when um, they were talking about going or Keaton or uh, Bruce Wayne is talking about going to that masquerade party. He's talking about like how dumb it's gonna be. He's telling Alfred this, so Alfred rips up the invitation, and then, and then, and then uh, Bruce is just like, "Well, maybe Selena will be there. Maybe she'll be there." And so you just see like Alfred just give, like you know, Alfred sass, you know, that look of like, "Here we go again." Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Even at one point, Alfred is talking about security, and yeah. Bruce fires back, and he's like, "Oh, you mean?" You're going to talk How security you just... after you were the one who let uh, Vicky Vale Vicky Vale into the Batcave? He's like, oh, here I am working. Hey, how you doing, Vicky? Mm-hmm. Like, he was such a dick about it. This also I... shows you This also shows you what it was like before cell phones. Because right? Bruce Wayne was literally just sitting there doing nothing. <laughs> and then the bat signal showed up. Like, you need... know, now you would be on your phone checking Instagram. <laughs> I need, that's what I was going to say, is I need that shot recreated for the next movie. But I need him sitting there playing like Candy Crush or some shit. Yeah. Just something stupid. Something stupid. And he's like, wait, wait, I got to finish this level. <laughs> he's playing Flappy Bird. <laughs> I can't pause it. I can't pause it. I told my I'm wife in the middle too of because they, clowns. they show the bat signal goes up and then two different bat signals converge <laughs> into the window. 
and they're yeah. mounted on the roof of Wayne Manor. And I told my wife, I was like, God forbid someone ever has to come do any work at Wayne Manor. They're going to yeah, obviously exactly. know what the fuck is going on. They're going to see these bat giant, signals just sitting on the roof. Just giant reflective bat signal. Oh, hey, I need to install cable. <laughs> oh, we need to get on the roof to run a line. Ah, it's not Well, possible. who was the person that Can't ran the that. power lines? Who was the person that ran the power to those towers in the first place? Oh, him, oh, I guess. Gonna be. I got to just assume it's him. Yeah. Or yeah. Alfred, he makes Alfred do fucking everything else. I can imagine he, Alfred up there with a roll of cable around his arm. Over it was Vicky Vale. It was Vicky Vale. She died. She, she fell. died. That's doing, why yeah. she's not in the movie anymore. <laughs> we both had the same reason. She died. She died during the project. So <laughs> she got electrocuted. That's why she's not in this one. Oh, I was really surprised at, at how much they actually brought her up in this movie. You know, like oh, kind of like referencing back to you hardly ever get that. You know, with um, because and this is this is just like a, a sign of the times where like the female character is so replaceable. You know, he was um, the comic book uh, James Bond. Like, yeah, we we would change the actors, we would change the female lead, um, mm-hmm. and in the third movie they started bringing in theme songs. So it just it was like they were trying to do James true. Bond essentially. Absolutely true, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what they wanted to do. This, they wanted to turn this into a James Bond-esque franchise where this they could launch a, a person's career. You know, this could launch a person's career. It would, you know, get them started in a whole different, you know, going forward. Yeah. So, like, you know, the idea to play Bruce Wayne would be something that actors would want to do. And then the actresses that play Bruce Wayne slash Batman's girlfriend is something that they want to be a part of. It's like, you know, the new Bond, the new Bond girl. So, I'm glad it's not like that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, thank God. <laughs> so what you Who is your this? favorite Batman? My favorite Batman? Yeah. Um, in, out of the first four movies? Just anybody who's ever played Batman. Who's your favorite Batman? Because I had this conversation with someone else yesterday, and I didn't necessarily disagree with their number one, but I didn't disagree with them putting Michael Keaton down as hard as they did. I think um, I really like the Bell Batman. Yeah, um, he he was a great Batman, and I never noticed in these movies that Keaton attempted to do a like a like a heavier voice as Batman. Yep, but he if you go back and you watch it. it, yeah, you go back and watch it. He does do a heavier voice. Yep, um, I really enjoyed the 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 Bell Batman. Um, Keaton's a close second with um with the Affleck as third. I think Affleck does a great Batman. I think he. I would... don't think Affleck gets enough credit. For yeah, what he did as Batman. <clears throat> I, I think he did good. He and is he looked... one of the best. He looks so good in the costume, like the costume. And he that looks he great as that grade Bruce Wayne. That gray I hair think, and stuff. I think that costume design that Baffleck or Baffleck, uh, Affleck yeah. donned is honestly my favorite on-screen representation of Batman because it's almost so completely true to form. You know, it's very um, close to the comics. Yeah, it's really close to the comics. <laughs> the ears didn't have know, nipples. Yeah, no nips. Uh, the ears on it are really cool. They have that really cool old school, you know, feel They're to like them. Kind of short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and um, and Clooney being my last as far as when it comes to the movies. Oh, for um, fucking not sure. counting not counting Adam West. If it, Adam West is included, then Adam West Adam is West and Clooney. Iconic man. I would yeah. I would put Adam West like number three. Like it was campy for the time and stuff like yeah. that. But those comics were campy for the time for a little yeah. bit. Um, in the sixties and stuff like that, it was a different time. He fit that really well, and that fit that like that Brady Bunch television series style really well. Um, I always, everyone always asks, and I piss people off because I don't pick an actor, uh, live action actor. I always say Kevin Conroy because that Kevin Conroy voice is always like when you, when you say Batman, his voice is immediately what comes into my head. 
It's oh, man, never should... anybody else. It's always Kevin Conroy. But I would I if I'm going live action actors, it's got to probably be Keaton. Uh, Bale would probably be my number three. I'd go Keaton, Affleck, mm-hmm. and then Bale. I just I, I don't maybe I just don't like Christian Bale that much. <laughs> but him himself. <laughs> oh fuck you! That um, damn apparently rat. it was apparently it was pretty hard to uh, cast the Joker in this movie. Penguin? So, or the Joker? Uh, not the Joker, uh, Penguin. Cast the Penguin in this movie. Um, here are all the studio's choices before Jesus. deciding on Danny DeVito. And Danny Dustin, DeVito seems like a home run. D- Dustin Hoffman was the studio's Why? number one choice. Um, after that, Marlon Brando, John Candy, Bob Hoskins. John Ralph Candy, Lee, fuck off. Yeah, Dean Martin, Dudley Moore, Alan Rickman, John Goodman. Phil Collins, Charles Grodin, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Gable Byrne, Alex Rocco, and Christopher Lloyd were all considered for the part before DeVito. I would have been okay with Christopher Lloyd as Max Shrek, maybe. But that's it. <laughs> so, Imagine I, Alan Rickman. Hello. Batman. Hello. Hello, Batman. Batman. This is... Harry, get away from the wand. <laughs> Batman. This is the Penguin. Um... I did read that when they offered it to to Danny DeVito, that Jack Nicholson, who's a good friend of Danny DeVito's, told him, you shut up and do it. Like, do it right now. Yeah, just... And he talked about how much money he made as the Joker and said, you need to do this. So I guess Nicholson pushed him to do it. And Danny DeVito seems like, especially the character that they delivered as the Penguin, he seems like he would have been your number one choice, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought he was, yeah, exactly. I don't know who else, and maybe it's because we're we're talking hindsight right now. It's after the fact, and I just don't know who else could have played that character that well. Hoffman, I guess I could see, but like so many big name actors like that, it just seems fucking weird to go for such a, a monster of a character. Yeah, and Danny DeVito's a fucking monster himself, so I guess it works out. Yeah, um, Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, who played. Uh, the Penguins that also came back in the Gotham TV series. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I thought that was really neat. Um, yeah, I mean, a whole lot happens. You, you know, Shrek uses Penguin to kind of... Well, I think Penguin has some dirt on Shrek, so they use each other. Yeah, um, because Penguin has... He got all the trash from living in the sewer, mm-hmm. so he got, like, newspapers and mm. stuff like that, and throwing away documents, and a, oh, hand, he asked a them. severed hand. Yeah. And he asked him, how's his old business partner doing? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I think he's uh, away on uh, on vacation right now. Oh, he's <laughs> away on vacation. I can't do a good walking. I no, used I to can't. Do, to. Used to, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, so, um, and so it turns out that, you know, Shrek is known, or he's known, I guess, to double-cross people that he works with. Because he killed his business partner, obviously, and just tried to dispose of the body. Right. Um, that's exactly what happened. So they use each other. Uh, Shrek's going to get Penguin to be the mayor. Just so that he can build his power plant, suck all the power from Gotham. Um, that was the whole reason why he attempted That's to kill. Stupid reasoning yeah. too. Like I just want to hoard all the power. Fuck. And off. to leave it to his son Mitch. That's his son's I guess. name. Is Mitch. Yeah. No. Um, uh, Chip. 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 Um, Selena. Selena figured out the plan by looking through all the files. That's when he tried to kill her. She comes back as Catwoman. Um, and then Batman's just kind of like along for the ride in this movie. This was more so a story about the characters that he goes up against than actual Batman himself. Yeah. Um, I like the hacking of the Batmobile. I got a kick out of that. Everybody, everybody was an electrician or an IT tech. Every everybody one was of those so, clowns. Well, Ezra, Ezra was watching that movie, watching the movie with me during that part, 
And he goes, Dad, are they doing science? <laughs> and I was like, yes, yes, they Back are. Back alley science. And I was like, yes, yes, they are. They're doing science on the on the, on the Batmobile. So you got to get out of that. I love the, the toy Batmobile that he drives. Um, yeah. I always, that should have been made. That, that car should have been made oh God, and sold like sure. that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I feel like the the way the movie rounds out, um, they're gonna the Penguin's going to kill all the Firstborn Sons. Batman figures it out. Puts Which a stop is a to weird it. thing. Yeah, and then Joker, I or Joker, I keep saying Joker, but then Penguin decides he's just going to kill everybody. He's going to launch his Penguin army and... Um, <laughs> And uh, just have them all like blow up Gotham City, which is a is a hilarious um, sequence of events that takes place. Oh, how how um, how much did you like the Batmobile um, turning into like that little bat cycle to split the buildings? Oh yeah, I always wondered was, why the buildings came to such cool a small. I always I always thought that was cool, but then I started to think about it now. Like, why are those buildings so close so to each small. other? Yeah. Whatever. Just to give them yeah, another toy to make. Oh, I, I did laugh a lot. Yeah, that, that was exactly I think it was made just to be a toy. Because the Batmobile toy from Batman Returns did that. Um, yep. I got a kick out of when um, Penguin is driving the Batmobile. And he's just like mowing people down left and right. <laughs> and you just see people like jumping like over the car. It's highly hilarious. Yeah. Uh, the practical effects in this movie were really good. I really enjoyed them. Um, they looked really good. They didn't look too stupid. The animation on the Batmobile was okay. I liked that they didn't try to change up the Batmobile too much. Um, they didn't really like, at all. I mean, not, other than that um, spot where it splits. Bruce or Batman didn't have as many toys as he did in the first movie. There was, there a, part was a lot where, more hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, there was a, there was a scene where uh, he climbed the ladder, and it really upset me. Why? Because <laughs> I was just like... You're Batman. Why are you climbing a ladder? Yeah, the, yeah. Where's you're your right. Where's your gas grapple hook? You know, where's your gas powered grapple hook? And this is yeah. early in the movie. He should have already had it. Um, I would have really enjoyed when he's going through his suits, cho- trying to choose which one to wear. Oh fuck off! If you, I hated if this scene you so would have saw why he picked that one and not the Thank other you. ones. That's exactly they what I said to my wife. I was like, "Why this one? Like, why mm-hmm. this one? Why not?" The one in the front. Because like, yeah. if they're all the same, you would just take the one in the front, and then when you're done and it's dirty, cycle it to the back. All the boots are Wash the same. Wash it, put it in the back. Everything was the, the exact same, yeah. and he pulled from like pulled shit out and then reached from the middle. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. And he just took so long getting ready. Yeah. Like, he was Which like, I get, I get, I guess, because... It the Ice Princess like, was kidnapped. He just took it wasn't like to he's ready. Superman where it was uh, like just a cotton or jersey yeah. style suit under his clothes. He's got to put I, on all that rubber, which later on when he reveals himself as Bruce seemed to be super easy to just rip in half. You rip his mask off, yeah. I got a kick out of the Ice Princess. Um, jo- or, I keep saying one joke. I keep wanting to say Joker. Penguin nails her with the Batarang. Oh, and God. then you see her later on and she's completely fine. Yeah. <laughs> I always thought he killed her at one point during that, but it's she falls off the roof because he throws that uh, umbrella full of penguin or uh, full of bats at her. Yeah. So yeah, um, Batman saves the day. Uh, Catwoman kisses Max Shrek with a stun gun. Um, I love the reveal of a dead Max Shrek. Like, <laughs> what was Bruce looking for? Was he looking for Selena to be fried just like that? I guess. <laughs> 
so hilarious on-screen death for Max Shrek. Um, and then you see that kiss. Uh, yeah, you see Penguin um, come out of the water um, after he's been like tossed in there from the fight with Batman, and he grabs the wrong umbrella <laughs> and he dies. And um, then he gets ushered back into the water by a tall ass Paul. By Bear those penguins. people, by those by those people in penguin suits. As a kid, I always thought those were real penguins. <laughs> I thought that I thought that scene was fucking dumb when I was a kid, and I thought it was even worse now that I'm an adult. And he just slides like the the sliding on it. Oh, do you remember that scene when um, um, Catwoman's doing those flips? It's earlier in the movie, and, and Batman is confronted with Penguin, and they're standing there, and you see Catwoman doing flips to meet both of them to kind of like introduce herself to them, and then yeah. the building explodes explodes when she says meow. Um, yeah. Did you ever notice like how not it is Michelle Pfeiffer in that scene? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if it was just because I was watching it in high definition I was able to notice it a lot more. But um yeah, totally you could you could uh you could tell it wasn't her. Um how gross was it? What do you think Danny DeVito was actually eating when he was eating the fish? The raw fish. I, that raw fish <laughs> That's probably his normal diet. Uh-huh. And also rum ham. Uh, it was a rum ham. And then um when the I think I, when the penguin first takes uh uh, he's gonna take. Um, he's gonna take. Uh, who is it? Uh, Max Max Shrek's son, Chip, and yeah. and Chip goes, "No, Dad, save yourself!" <laughs> like it's so like bad. He's doing such a terrible walk-in. Like he's <laughs> doing the absolutely worst Christopher Walken impression. He is definitely a better Zangief than he is anything else. Yeah. Quick, change that. the channel. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, yeah. He should forever be remembered as Zangief and not Chip, Trip Shrek. Um, we, that was pretty much a movie. I was, yeah, it was kind of enjoyable. Um, kind of. I uh, was pretty was bored some, during this movie. I don't know why. There, there were some people that, um, or some other actors, we talked about who could have been the Penguin, but also here were some ideas for Catwoman as well. Susan Sarandon, Meryl Streep, both were considered too old by Tim Burton. Ugh, you can't say that now. Uh, Brooke yeah. Shields, but Tim Burton considered her not bankable at the moment. Not uh, Demi bankable? Moore, yeah, bankable. <laughs> Is that what you said? No. Okay. <laughs> no, bankable. Demi Moore and Nicole Kidman, who ended up being Dr. Chase Marita in Batman Forever. Jodie Foster, Gina Davis, Sigourney Weaver, Lena Olin, who I don't know who that is. I remember I remember Madonna being rumored for the for the role. Yeah. Uh, Raquel Welch, Cher, I remember her being rumored for the role. Ellen Barkin, um, I'm getting a phone call at the moment, of course. Uh... You should answer. I know. This is it took up the whole screen. I couldn't that's what we talked about earlier. Uh Cher, Ellen Barkin, Jennifer Jason Lee, Lorraine Brack, Bridget Fonda, and Jennifer Beals were all considered for the role. Jesus. But they all lost out to Pfeiffer. So I mean it was sort of like a thing like they wanted to you know, there was demand for people to want to be in this movie. And um yeah, I can see it from there. So what did we go off last time on our rating system out of what? How, let's go penguins on this one. Out of five ping- penguins, I will go first. I think I had you go first last week. Yeah. I give this one um, a two out of five. Yeah, I was going to say about a two. This was, I remember this one being, I thought this one was, I enjoyed this one more than I did the first one, but after rewatching it, I highly enjoy 89 way more than yeah. I, in, uh, I, than I like returns. Yeah. 
I think I have more memories of this yeah. because of video games and because of because I played the hell out of the Batman Returns game. Yeah, um, and I remember like the big thing I liked about it was because the movie introduced a bunch of different. Uh, um, like street toughs, like henchmen. Yeah, villain types. So yeah. you got a bunch of different villains in the game. Like it, it, it was almost like the movie was. I really feel like this movie was made for marketing to make toys and stuff like yeah. that. It, it, it lent itself really, really well to that. Um, but I would have liked this a lot more. The if they better movie done, was eighty nine. I would have liked this a lot more if they would have stuck with the classic penguin storyline instead of yes. this demonic creature that we got out of the sewers. You could still have them deformed if that's yeah. the route you really wanted to go. Don't give them the nose. Give them the deformed hands. Yeah. But make him the 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 high the end, crime the socialite. Lord. Yeah, yeah, the crime lord, the gangster. Make him I don't like, like the penguin, and I think make that him really like the finer things in life, like he does in every other media that he's represented it in. You know. But we needed to make him a Tim Burton character. And yeah, that's what happened. I guess. Yeah, I want a I want a redemption of the penguin in movie form. I want to see a good penguin. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll get that eventually in this new in this new Batman series that we're kicking off with Matt Reeves. Um, nobody noticeable notable here. I, re- I remember reading that there was um, a casting for Robin in this movie, but they decided not really? to go with it. Yeah. Um, shoot. Instead, we get it in the next movie. Yeah. Instead, we get um, Christopher O'Donnell. Um, being cast as it, but and I'm gonna have to. I'll come back with it next week when I when I have it. Okay, Robin you know, appeared in the script. A, this movie has a seven point <laughs> on IMDb. Yeah, Robin appeared in the script, but was deleted because Waters felt. I guess Waters, somebody that worked on the movie, obviously. Uh, Waters felt yeah, the no, film Waters already had too many characters. He called Robin the most worthless character in the world. Especially with Batman as a loner of loners, Robin starts out as a juvenile gang leader who becomes an ally to Batman. Uh, Robin was later changed to a black teenage garage mechanic. Walters explained he was wearing the old-fashioned garage mechanic uniform, and it has an R on it. He drives the Batmobile, which I noticed he used in the third film. What? I don't get that. Marlon Williams was cast as Robin and signed for a sequel. The actor had attended a wardrobe fitting, but it was decided to save the character for a third installment. I remember hearing that now. There we go. So, yeah, Marlon Williams was supposed to be Robin in in Batman Returns. Very interesting. This is before Marlon Wayans was Marlon Wayans. I think he was still doing like in living color, probably in living color. Yeah. So overall, um, yeah, two out of five from both of us. We're looking forward to watching next week's Batman Forever. Man forever. Um, with a whole new. This is the last time Tim Burton directed a, a Batman movie, so we're going yep. into a whole new look with this upcoming Batman. So should be very interesting and a whole new Batman. Who's the director? This, is, this was Joel Schumacher. Batman Forever, well, yeah, will be Batman Forever and Batman Robin are both Joel Schumacher. We get new Batmans and a new director and a new Gotham. Yep. Yep. So hope you're ready. <laughs> and you ready. and you got the movies. You bought the movies. I've been renting yep. them, but so you I bought have. them on Xbox. So um, we shall see. Um. Not as exciting as the first one. Not as exciting as not okay. exciting as the first one. Not exciting as Twilight. But uh, I already regret this one a little bit. <laughs> you regret choosing the series? No, I regret buying this movie. <laughs> Eighty nine, I'm okay with this one. Yeah. Fuck, I should I should have rented. I want to hear what you say for Batman and Robin in two weeks. Um, oh, I know it's going to be terrible. And I, <laughs> to tell you the truth, I have never watched this movie. 
You never we what? You never watched Batman Returns? No, Batman and Robin. Oh, I've you have never watched, watched that movie. Yeah. You've just seen the puns on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen clips, I've seen trailers, I know oh, I've seen bits you. and pieces here and there, but I have never sat never once sat down and watched Batman. Oh, and Robin. buddy, you are in I had that much disdain for this movie. But I just as soon as they recast again, I was done. I was like, oh, I'm Yeah, I didn't I didn't go watch I Batman and Robin. I didn't go watch it in the theaters. This was Batman and Robin was the first one I didn't go see in theaters. Uh, Mother than Batman, the first one, because I was too young. But um, I completely skipped out, and I was well old enough to want to go see this movie to like say, "Hey, mom, dad, let me go see this movie." I just didn't. I didn't right. feel compelled to. Um, all right, that's it for this week's show. This is that's it for uh, this week's Batman. Jeremy, where can everybody find you? Uh, you can find me on. I got real high pitched there. Hello, every no. You can find me. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, both at at jvader82. You can also find GoFo Podcast on. I think we should we should pivot this podcast to Twitch as well too, and have it available yes. there at some point. I know it's yeah. easier when we're in person. We should figure out a way to do it on here as well. Yeah. Um, but you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv/gofogaming. We may have to figure out a Zoom because I know on on Skype it kind of like changes up the picture the way we do it. Yeah. If we do Zoom, I think me and you can both be side to side and we can broadcast it that way. Um, anybody who has any suggestions, please send them our way um, as far as getting that taken care of and putting us on Twitch. I would love to. I, I think that would be fun. Um, then we can do the show live and we can set a time where we can meet up and do this. Uh, you can find me, Mateo D3, on in Twitter and Instagram. Um, Jeremy dropped the GoFo podcast for Instagram and Twitter as well. Um, follow us everywhere. Everywhere you can find GoFo podcasts, you can download us on Apple iTunes, on Apple iTunes, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, um, what's the other ones? I don't know. All the other ones. Places. Um, remember to take care of yourself out. Take care of yourselves out there, guys. Um, shout out to all the essential workers out in the world doing those hard jobs. Shout out to delivery drivers still. I right. back and forth. Grocery. You know, if you work yeah, in grocery, man, you deal with the worst people. Grocery, yeah, oh my gosh. You know, you, you, if you work in retail, you have our regards. We understand, you know, we're not, we're not dicks about, you know, that world because I think we both come from that world. We both have worked in retail. Um, so we know, we appreciate you guys so much. Thank you guys for everything that you guys are doing. Um, and on that note, laters, geeks. <laughs>